0: Welcome to another exciting episode of Thinking Into Success, Spiritual Solutions to Real Problems. I'm your host, Dr. J.A. Jones, and today we've got a jam-packed 30 minutes of spiritual wisdom, practical insights, and a touch of humor to help you reprogram your mind for a better life. Now, whether you're young or old, I got something for everyone today. The first thing we're going to talk about is the power of belief The second thing, aligning your actions with your values. The power of gratitude. The fourth is the science of forgiveness. And the last point, five points I want to share with you today, the patience and the story of Job. Now, my topic is belief unleashed. Tapping into the power within. We all have that ability to overcome. You, sir, you, ma'am you have that ability to overcome the odds. And the key to overcoming is understanding who you are and whose you are. Now, I have God in my life. I have the Lord Jesus in my life. I have the power of God within. There's a principle in the Bible that talks about our body belong to God, and the Holy Spirit lives in this body, in this temple. So as we go forward today, I want to help you to understand when your belief is unleashed, you're going to tap into the power within you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. The first thing or the first lesson I like to teach is the power of belief. We're talking about the power of belief. Think of of this. Think it like this. Wi-Fi. See Wi-Fi you can't see it, but it connects you to the world. Most people need Wi-Fi. If you're in a hotel, you got to connect to a Wi-Fi. If you're at your home, at your job, wherever you are, you gotta find a Wi-Fi. Now they got hotspots, same concept, but Wi-Fi is so important. Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. <laughs> Understand WI but it connects you to the world, right? Just like your Wi Fi password. Depends on where you are. You have to get a password. If you're on the road, if you're at a workplace, if you're at a hotel, you got to get the password. You got to believe in your potential. That's where I'm going today. The power of belief is incredible. If you can create a vision board with your goals, And every time you see it your belief will grow a vision the scripture tells us without a vision God's people perish we lack self-control if we do not have a vision and this is the first point you got to understand there is power when you believe now I'm talking about belief B-E-L-I-E-F. Some of the synonyms are certainty, confidence, trust. Understand that you can be certain in an uncertain world. You can have confidence when many don't have confidence. You can have trust when so many people don't trust in anybody. trust in God now it's so important as we go forward you have the power to believe now there's a principle in mark chapter 9 I love this passage as we go forward to the next point Jesus said to him if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes that's mark chapter 9 verse 23 look at verse 24 it says this Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. A quick recap of this first point, the power of belief. In this passage, the disciples was there and this father were there and his son had an evil spirit within him. And the disciples could not do nothing about it. Obviously, Jesus showed up and he took care of business. But the man said, the father said, I believe, but help my unbelief. There are some things we have belief in. there are some things we need to believe in we don't believe like we should believe you may believe this but you need to learn how to believe this no matter the circumstances see the father believed that disciples could do it could help his son but they couldn't because of other issues doubt unbelief but jesus showed up and again he took care of business we got to understand We gotta grow in the areas that we do not have belief in. You gotta believe in yourself. You gotta believe that you can overcome. You gotta believe that you have the authority within you as a man, as a woman of God, as a person of value. You have to believe. And once you grow in every area, spiritually, mentally slash emotionally, relationally, financially, and physically, you'll find yourself understanding the power of belief financially because you have no belief mentally or emotionally. You lose your cool too much, but you got your finance together, but you don't have your emotional health together. Let's go to the second point. I don't have much time. I want to conclude this in the next 30 minutes or less. Lesson two, align your actions with your values. Remember the story of the Good Samaritan in the Bible. He lived his values by helping a stranger. We have to align our actions with our values by reaching out to someone with an act of kindness every day. You could be opening the door for a a stranger. You could be helping a neighbor whatever it may be in this short passage there was a person that fell among thieves i think the priest came by the levi came by and then there was a samaritan a samaritan that was not accepted in that day with the jews a samaritan was literally a half breed so this particular person understood rejection and not being accepted but He had values because his actions lined up with his values he could not pass by somebody that was hurting abused beaten and stripped so he took time to help a stranger it's important for us to understand that we are here to help one another we have to align our actions with our values. Just for example, have you ever tried to align two holes and you're trying to put a nail or a screw into something like a license plate on your car? You have to change the license plate once a year or every two years, it depends on, you know, how much you paid for it. Then you got to align the li- the hole in the license plate on the back or the front of your vehicle with You use as transportation whatever it is could be a motorcycle it could be a moped whatever it is you gotta line it up so the screw can go straight in without any resistance and screw it in or a nail or whatever you use to fasten it so it will be secure upon that vehicle you gotta align something like on a door a hinge you got to make sure the holes are lined up so it could go in there clear and straight. Now alignment literally means positioning of things so that they are in a straight line. That's all alignment means. You know, the chiropractor was able to bring the woman's disc into alignment so that her back would be straight. Have you ever been to a chiropractor? You walked in crooked and you came out straight. (laughs) Okay, I know that was a joke, but still, you walked in bent over, you walked in in pain, and all of a sudden you came out because you had a good chiropractor, right? They've helped your issue. We have to align our actions and our values. This principle in James chapter one says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. So once we align our actions and our values we'll find ourselves doing what we should be doing and nothing less than that the third thing is this the power of gratitude oh my goodness Wow gratitude is so important we must count our blessings and not our woes every day count your blessings it's scientifically proven to boost your mood maybe it's important to start a gratitude journal jot down three things you're grateful for every day because it can be like a daily vitamin for your soul your soul is your mind your will your emotions your ability to feel something your ability to choose something or decide something your will but your mind your ability to think right every day listen to me i take time to talk to god Tell God all about it and everything will be all right. Pray about everything and worry about nothing. Say I think and I thank God for certain things that I'm grateful for. R- Number one, my relationship with him. Everybody understands a cross. Some people have a cross in their ears, around their neck, around their wrist, in different type of jewelry or whatever it may be. But more importantly, listen to me very well. You must be vertical more than horizontal. The cross is longer vertically than it is horizontally. The problem is this. We get caught up on the horizontal life, but not the vertical life. Look up to the hills with cometh your help because your help comes from the Lord. You can cast your burdens upon him because he cares for all of us. He will sustain you. So you have to be vertical more than horizontal. What do I mean by that? Well, you can't focus on people more than you focus on your relationship with God because he will show you how to serve, to minister, to love, and to care about people that you care about because he cares about who you care about now i care about my family my spouse my wife my children my grandbaby my house things god has blessed me with money great health friends a church family i pray for those things as well and i'm so thankful for all of those things when people greet me and i greet them and they ask me how i am doing i said i'm grateful i'm grateful to be here <laughs> I really am are you grateful to be here you know there's times people may greet you and you may say your response will be well I'm all right I'm so so it's gonna be well I'm not feeling that well well life happens absolutely but you know what it's a blessing to be able to be seen and not viewed <laughs> y'all understand when you're viewed you're in a coffin when you're seen you're alive so it is a blessing to be able to be seen and not viewed here's a principle in 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 give thanks in all things all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you and that's so important because all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose we all have a purpose we all go through trials and testings we all face the music sometimes you know the old statement when you're in a conversation with somebody they may say how they're doing and they may be woeing and complaining and and saying all of these issues but they never talk about the good things they never talk about what's positive most people have an attitude of disgratitude, if that's a word. You got to have an attitude of gratitude. I am grateful to be here because I am blessed to be a blessing. Sir, ma'am, listen to me. You got to know that you're blessed despite of the mess. And even when the mess shows up, God will give you a message in the mess and you will become a messenger of what you have gone through and you can help somebody else. Know that today, that you can find something to be grateful for, your family, your children, your job, getting a paycheck, putting some food in your stomach. It may not be what you want, but you have something, right, your health, sometimes you got to be thankful for your enemies (laughs) because they can push you closer to god most of the time our enemies will help us to stay on our knees and talk to god about it and once you talk to god about it everything will be all right now it's going to be all right in time it may not be all right overnight but it's going to be all right know that today here's the fourth point of understanding this attitude belief unleashed tapping into the power within if you're just tuning in to this moment i'm glad you're here with me today i am talking about the power of belief aligning your actions with your values the power of gratitude the science of forgiveness the patience and the story of Job. the fourth thing is this the science of forgiveness forgiveness it's a spiritual practice but it has with it psychological benefits right sometimes we hit the delete button on the computer right delete 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 because <laughs> we made a mistake or oh, we didn't like what we typed we didn't like what we saw sometimes you got to hit the delete button on old grudges yes I'm, that's what I said old grudges we all go through something you may be offended and you will be offended or you're going to be offended think about that if you allow somebody to bring offense because life happens you don't know what's in a person's heart and they don't even know what's in your heart you don't know what a person is going through mentally emotionally and they don't even know what you're going through a lot of times conflict happens because people are in conflict within themselves. So hurt people have a tendency to hurt people. I want you to know that today. Here's the understanding of the science of forgiveness. Now, here's a couple of examples, right? We'll say from a biblical standpoint, Joseph forgave his brothers because his brothers sold him into slavery, into slavery. He went from the pit to the palace, but God blessed him god gave him double matter of fact he gave him more than that (laughs) right joseph i'm not talking about job we'll talk about job in a moment god definitely gave job more at the end of his story than he had at the beginning of his life but joseph forgave his brothers and i remember in that passage in the book of genesis chapter 45 at some point at the end of that day end of that experience Joseph said, what you meant for evil, God meant it for my good. Y'all remember when Jesus was dying on the cross, he forgave all those who crucified him. Luke chapter 23, I think, verse 34, Stephen, being stoned to death, he extended a gesture of forgiveness to those that were stoning him, killing him, murdering him. In Acts chapter 7 Paul forgave those who abandoned him when he was brought before the judge. Paul said something in 2 Timothy chapter 4. At my first defense, no one came to my support, but everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. This is what Paul said in 2 Timothy. Sometimes you may be deserted or you have been deserted. Sometimes people will leave you hanging. People will not be on your side. They will offend you. They will say something derogatory against you. You have to let it go. Just like in that movie Frozen. Let it go. Let it go. Forgiveness. You gotta let go of grudges and bitterness. When someone you care about hurts you, you can hold on to that anger and resentment or you can embrace forgiveness and you can move forward. It's not easy, I'm not saying it's easy, but it can be done. Who hasn't truly been hurt by the actions of others or the words of others? Perhaps a parent constantly criticized you growing up. Now that happened to me. A colleague sabotage a project. <laughs> or your partner, your wife, your husband had an affair. Maybe you had a traumatic experience such as being physically or emotionally abused by someone close to you. You were raped, molested. It happened. It happened to Maya Angelou, but she got over it, she got through it, and she became better because of it. These wounds can leave a lasting feeling of resentment, bitterness, and anger, sometimes even hatred. But if you hold on to that pain, you might be the one who pays the most dearly. By embracing forgiveness, you can also embrace peace and hope. And you got to consider how forgiveness can lead you down the path of physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Right? What is forgiveness? Forgiveness means different things to different people but in general, it involves an intentional decision to let go of resentment and anger. The act that hurt or offended you might always be with you, but working on forgiveness can lessen that acts grip on you. It can help you free and be free from the control of the person who harmed you. Sometimes forgiveness might even lead to feelings of understanding, empathy, and compassion for the one who hurt you because you don't know what they were going through yes it was wrong yes it was not right because again hurt people hurt people forgiveness does not mean forgetting or excusing the harm done to you it also doesn't necessarily mean making up with the person who caused the harm. You don't have to be friends with the person you forgive. You can associate with them. You can interact, but you don't have to be a BF, a best friend, or a BFF, <laughs> a best friend forever. No. Forgiveness brings a kind of peace that allows you to focus on yourself and help you go on with life. There's so many scientific benefits of forgiving someone. You have healthier relationships, improve mental and emotional wellness. You have less anxiety, stress, and hostility. You have fewer symptoms of depression. Matter of fact, your blood pressure is lowered because of your forgiveness. You have a stronger immune system. Now Mayo Clinic has said a lot of these things and Mayo Clinic is one of the most prestigious hospital institutions or places of health right it can improve your heart health improve your self esteem you have to know that today one principle says bear with one another and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone forgive as the Lord forgave you Colossians Chapter three talks about that. I think it's verse 13. My last point is this. Lesson five, patience and the story of Job. Patience isn't just a virtue, but it's a path to success. It's a path to a better future. Now the story of Job is a great example of perseverance in the face of adversity. Examples of being patient and understand that, right? if you have read the story of Job you may say wow he went through a lot yes he did what about practical examples for you and me I just sometimes despise waiting in the line at a grocery store at a shopping mall I mean just waiting in line for my turn sometimes we lack patience listen have you ever waited in one line and you say, this line is long then you saw another line across the way ain't said it's only three people in that line and you got ten people in your line then you go over to the next line and all of a sudden that line becomes slower than the line with the most people then you find somebody else walking out the door before you because you change lines <laughs> patience is a virtue sometimes you got to have patience when you go to the gym or you go walking and you're trying to exercise because you want long-term results. What about trying to eat right? Yes, you gotta have patience. I know you want that burger. I know you want the steak. I know you want the sweet potato pie, peach cobbler, German chocolate cake, red velvet. I know your mouth is watering as I'm speaking. But patience is a virtue. Sometimes I remember growing up, my mother loved to bake Period, German chocolate cake, sweet potato pies, one of my favorite, banana pudding. Oh, my goodness. I just could not wait for the pie to come out of the oven. I could not wait for the cake to come out of the oven. I'm just like pacing the kitchen, right? And I couldn't even wait for her to even put it in the oven sometimes. And sometimes, you know, when she turns her back, I get a little spoon and I dip into the undone mixture (laughs) of cake right it's just still in a mixing bowl and i had to taste some and then when i'm nice when i do the right thing my mother would say okay boy you want to taste a piece you want to taste some of this sweet potato pie okay get a little spoon all right there we go and she gave me some of the sweet potato pie and it was good Patient is like a slow cooked meal. The results is worth the wait. You know, a steak, when you cook it slow, chicken, whatever it is, you know, there's so much preparation that goes there first, right? You got to prepare it. You got to put the seasonings. You got to saute it. You got to dip it in solution. You got to put your special recipe. Then you put it in a slow cooker or you put it in the oven and you put it on a low temperature cuz you want to slow cook it because when once it comes out you want it to fall off the bone you want the ribs to fall off the bone you want the chicken to be so tender you don't even need a knife patience is like a slow cook meal the results is worth the wait know that today see the Lord restores the fortunes of Job when he prayed for his friends and the lord gave job twice as much as he had before god gave job twice as much because he was patient patience pays off job went through a lot of adversity with his family he lost his family he lost his cattle he lost his house he lost his wealth he lost his health he lost the confidence of his friends. He lost it all. And even his wife said, Job, you need to curse God and die. And Job response, not a reaction, but his response to his wife is, you talk as a foolish woman. God has been good to me. Naked I came into the world and naked I will leave this world. Blessed be the name of the Lord <laughs> now I hope you understand what we talked about today understanding this that your belief unleashed you can tap into the power within but you got to believe you gotta have the power of belief then you got to align your actions with your values you got to have the power of gratitude the science of forgiveness and you got to understand the patience and the story of Job. That is so powerful for all of us to know the day. Now, my goal here is to combine wisdom from the Bible with the science and the mind in a way that is relatable. I hope what I've shared with you today, these practical everyday examples and strategies that resonate with all of you. Now, I want to help you to reprogram your mind and to live better and a more fulfilling life. I'm gonna wrap this up today, thinking into success, spiritual solutions to real problems. Now, I want you to join me next time for more spiritual wisdom, practical tips, and a dash of humor. Until then, keep thinking into success.